0: mortgages. They are essentially what keeps the Canadian housing market afloat. Generally, individuals do not buy houses in cash. A recent report found that over 35% of Canadians currently hold a mortgage, and there are new mortgage originations every day as more and more first-time buyers come to the market. Now, typically, Canadian mortgages are around 25 to 30 years, but a recent article came out from the CBC talking about a 47-year mortgage. This is what is referred to as negative amortization. Now, this sounds complicated, but essentially it happens when your mortgage payments are no longer enough to pay down the loan on the original terms you agreed to with your lender. The article notes that one out of every five home loans at TD, BMO, and CIBC are now negatively amortizing. How could this happen? Well, on a standard 25-year home loan, under normal circumstances, a certain percentage of your mortgage payment goes to the bank in the form of interest for the loan. And another chunk is allocated to paying down the principal of the loan, the amount that you actually owe. If you get a $500,000 mortgage, for example, you have $500,000 of principal to pay down. The theory is at the end of those 25 years, your mortgage will be paid off and you will officially own the house free and clear. It all makes sense on paper, but what happens when the Bank of Canada's policy interest rate increases by 4.75% in the span of one and a half years? Well, if you have a variable rate mortgage, more and more of your monthly payment is allocated toward the interest and not actually paying down the principal of the loan. This happened to Michael Gerard Corti, who told CBC, as things stand now, only $23 goes to pay the capital of my mortgage and the rest is all interest. And my mortgage went from 25 years to 47 years. Because the interest payments are so high, the lender must extend the life of the loan to try to lower the payment to ensure that the borrower is still paying the principal. The scary part is this is happening to around one fifth of mortgages at CIBC, BMO, and TD bank. Interestingly enough, after this report came out, Equitable Bank or EQ Bank, a digital banking platform, came out with a product offering a 40-year mortgage. Let's see what happens and if we start to see those negative amortization numbers change at all over the next couple of months or if there's a change to legislation that either extends the maximum amortization or regulates the amount of negative amortization that these banks can do. Next, we've actually got two pieces of good news. First, let's talk farmers. A recent report from Valco Consultants, a farmland appraiser, stated farmland in the Ontario counties they measure is getting close to $30,000 per workable acre. Now, last year, the median price was around $23,000 per workable acre, but Valco believes values will be up significantly significantly. In 2023 to the tune of about 25% for the third consecutive year. That's right, the median price of workable farmland has gone up 25% every year for the last three years. Now, farmland has always been valuable, now more than ever, and most analysts actually insist that most of the farmland in Ontario is still held by farmers rather than investors as rent has not increased drastically as the value of the land. Now Valco told CBC, with the value of farmland so high, it means new farmers are often being priced out, but the next generation of farmers aren't necessarily missing opportunities. Instead, Farming families are leveraging the value of their land to expand their footprint and the family business. This is keeping farming in local families and because the value of land is increasing, it's allowing those families to leverage that value and borrow against it to expand their family business by purchasing more land and continuing to farm. Something we desperately need more of in southern Ontario particularly. Now, appraisals typically cost money, but if you own farmland in southern Ontario, it may be worthwhile to reach out to your lender or a mortgage professional to see what they might be able to do for you. Next, we've got great news for Ontario homebuyers. Peterborough is officially in a buyer's market There were only 156 listings in October and 62 sales, which is a 39% list to sale ratio. This means only 39% of the homes that were listed last month sold. The reason this is news is because this is the first buyer's market in the city in over five years. Now, you might not be living in Peterborough, but many other cities across the province are also in their first buyer's market in over five years. And because of this, I'd like to talk a little bit about what that means for you if you're purchasing a house in this market. So, sellers, plug your ears. Buyers, do not be afraid to offer under the list price. Do not be afraid of missing out on a home. Shop around until you find the home that is right for you. And do not be afraid of putting in conditions, financing, inspection, sale of buyer's property, insurance, or any other terms and dates that work best for you and your family. Remember, you hold the cards in this market. Now, rates are still high, so if you can qualify right now, definitely shop around and see what is out there. There are some great deals in my marketplace, and I imagine there will be some more to come in the future months. Sellers, my advice would be to make sure that you pay close attention to the market. The good news is, I'm assuming you will be selling and buying in the same market, and in that case, definitely submit a sale of buyer's property condition in any offers that you put in when you're buying your next house and definitely watch the market closely because even comparables from two to three months ago can be outdated and again i mean only move if it makes sense because market values may decline as inventory continues to stack up well that's all for me folks thank you for listening this has been another episode of the canadian real estate news podcast and until next time take care